In Learning Objective 3, we're going to explain the fundamental differences in the tax characteristics across the various entity types. Because taxable corporations and their shareholders pay taxes, taxable corporations are double taxed. Shareholders in taxable corporations are taxed either when they receive dividends or when they sell their shares. Tax planning strategies applied at the corporate level to mitigate the double taxation of taxable corporate income include paying salary to shareholder employees, paying fringe benefits to shareholder employees, leasing property from a shareholder, and finally borrowing money and paying interest to shareholders. All of these strategies provide deductions to the corporation, thereby reducing the corporate level taxes. Shareholders are generally taxed when they receive these payments, except when they receive qualified fringe benefits. Additionally, corporations also mitigate the double tax by retaining income rather than paying non-deductible dividends. Shareholders can mitigate the double tax by increasing the time they hold shares before selling them. Taxable corporations may have one or many shareholders. S-corporations may have one shareholder and as many as a hundred unrelated shareholders, but corporations, non-resident aliens, partnerships, and certain trusts may not be S-corporation shareholders. Partnerships must have at least two partners, but they're not restricted to a maximum number of partners. Sole proprietorships may have only one owner, by contrast. Gains and income from contributing property and services to business entities are more easily deferred with partnerships compared to C and S corporations. S corporations, partnerships, and sole proprietorships are required to use tax years which conform to the tax year ends of their owners. C corporations may use any tax year ending. Taxable corporations must use the accrual method unless their average annual gross receipts are less than $5 million for their three previous tax years. Contrast that to S-corporations, which may use either the cash or the accrual method of accounting. Partnerships without corporate partners may use either the cash or accrual method. If partnerships with corporate partners have average annual gross receipts greater than $5 million for three previous tax years, then they must use the accrual method. Income and losses may be specifically allocated to partners. This gives partnerships a great deal of flexibility in determining how the risks and the rewards of the enterprise are shared among the partners. Contrast that to S-corporations. Income and loss must be allocated pro rata to the S-corporation shareholders, consistent with their ownership percentages. Shareholder employees of taxable corporations, or S-corporations, pay half the FICA tax on their wages, and their corporations pay the other half. Income allocated to S-corporation shareholders, however, is not subject to self-employment tax. Owners of entities taxed as partnerships may pay self-employment taxes on guaranteed payments. General partners pay self-employment tax on their share of partnership income, but limited partners do not pay self-employment tax on their share of partnership income. Limited liability company members may be treated as either general or as limited partners for self-employment tax purposes, depending on the amount of time they're spending in the business. 
depending on their decision-making authority, as well as their responsibility for the debt of the LLC. S-corporation shareholders and partners must adjust the basis of their shares or partnership interests periodically to reflect contributions they make, income allocated to them, distributions they receive, and of course, to any losses allocated to them. Partners, but not S-corporation shareholders, may add their share of partnership debt to their basis. Generally, distributions of appreciated property trigger gain at both the corporate and shareholder level when made to shareholders of taxable corporations. It also triggers gain at the corporate level when made to S-corporation shareholders and don't trigger any gain at all when made to partners. Losses. Losses from S-corporations and partnerships are limited to the shareholders or partners' tax bases. S-corporation debt is generally not, not included in an S-corporation shareholder's tax basis, while partnership debt is included in the tax basis of a partner. Thus, when compared to losses allocated to S-corporation shareholders, it's less likely losses allocated to partners will be limited due to insufficient tax basis. When taxable or S-corporation shareholders sell their shares, any gain is treated entirely as capital gain. Contrast that to partners, who must treat a portion of any gain from the selling of their partnership interest as ordinary income to the extent they directly or indirectly own a share of ordinary income-producing assets held inside the partnership. On liquidation, taxable and S-corporations will generally recognize gains and losses on distributed assets. In contrast, partnerships and their partners generally do not recognize gains or losses on their liquidating distributions. Taxable corporations wanting to convert to a flow-through entity have two options. They may elect to become an S-corporation, if otherwise eligible, or they may liquidate the corporation and organize as a new entity. Taxes from liquidating taxable corporations are typically prohibitive when taxable corporations have appreciated assets. Now let's look at a learning objective for 15.3. Question 47 from the textbook asks us to explain how liabilities of an LLC or an S corporation affect the amount of tax losses from the entity that limited liability members and S-corporation shareholders may deduct. Specifically, do the rules favor LLCs or S-corporations? The LLC liabilities are included as part of a member's tax basis, while S-corporation liabilities, other than loans from the shareholder to the S-corporation, are not, are not included in an S-corporation shareholder's tax basis. This distinction is vitally important because the amount of a loss a member or shareholder may deduct is, of course, limited to his or her tax basis in either his LLC interest or shares. Thus, in this regard, the tax rules decisively favor limited liability companies. This concludes Chapter 15.